Welcome to the show with your friend and mine. So tell me, Dr. Squee, who's it gonna be this time? We like to hear you talk, and we love to hear you listen. And if you are not subscribed, you won't know what you're missing. So welcome to the Dr. Squee Show. Welcome to the Dr. Squee Show. from the Firesign Theater. Whenever I'm kind of wandering around the blogs trying to find something really interesting, I go to the bear and I ask the bear to show me the Dr. Squee show. It's wonderful. Hello and welcome to the Dr. Squee show. I'm Dr. Squee and this very much indeed is my show. And it's a special show. You know why it's a special show? Not only are we back after a week's break, and by we, I mean me, it's just me, but uh, the show is back. But it's also the special kind of one-year anniversary, sort of, plus three weeks. This monumentous event, of course, which every podcast must celebrate. Uh, yeah, basically, a few weeks ago, it was the year anniversary of the Dog Squee Show becoming a podcast. And so I was kind of, kind of tacitly celebrate that as um, the anniversary of the show because you know did some videos before that, but generally that's when we started. But I completely forgot, and then like it was a show afterwards when I realised, and then we had the weeks break last week, so we're kind of celebrating one year plus three weeks. But still, it's a hell of an achievement. I'm very glad to be here on the bear as we have been for this last year, and thank you very much to Al Galpin. Thank getting this here station up and running so we can uh you know do this little show thank you of course to uh, matt lees who does who does the theme tune for the dog the squeeze show and an excellent musician and friend uh but also thank thanks of course to my dear nicola who uh is ever supportive in these crazy little projects of mine so i very much appreciate that we're gonna actually have something uh from me matt lees and al galpin in a bit Basically, originally we were meant to have as our guest tonight on the Dr. Squee Show, Ashlyn, I'm going to pronounce this right, Yenny, who was in uh, The Human Centipede, that controversial of all films, and more recently Antidote, which is the film she was coming in to promote. But for whatever reason, um, she didn't turn up for the interview on the day. Uh, we've since rescheduled, so we're going to be doing that tomorrow live, and then you know, you'll hear it next week here on the show. And yes, yeah, so basically I found myself without a show. And what I ended up doing was on the um, on the live kind of feed from the interview that never was. Because like on Facebook, you've got only a short period of time before you've got to get on. Otherwise you lose it, the feed. So I had to jump on and, you know, record something while I was waiting for her to come on. I just ended up talking for a little while. So uh, we're going to play that in a bit. And in that section, I answer some of the, um, or read out some of the answers to the big question of the week. So the big question of the week this week is, given Dr. Squeeze show is just over a year old, what have you uh, started? What project did you start at the beginning of lockdown? How's it going? Is it still going? Did you succeed? It, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, in the absence of anything else and that little uh, snippet of me talking and just basically just uh, venting this being li live, just, just, just talking a stream of consciousness, I think it came out quite funny. As well as that, we thought we'd bring you 
a little while ago, about two weeks ago, uh, me, Lise and Galpin came together to make uh, The Three Amigos, which is our new little side hustle. Once a month, we're going to do this uh, special show with the three of us. It's going to be live on video, talking about whatever comes to our mind, live and unplanned. Live and, unplanned. and people can put in suggestions on the day and we'll just throw those uh, topics into the conversation. Absolutely so much fun. We did the first one recently, and so I thought I'd share the audio from that. And uh, we had a bit of technical difficulty, so... Uh, we kind of jump slightly into the event because uh, we got cut off about 10 minutes in by Facebook. We don't know what we said or did, but they had t torn us off the stream. I think it might have been to do with some music we played. Anyway, who knows? Um, so, yeah, it takes on from when we go back into the stream. It's going to be lots of fun. Thank you very much for listening for the last year. And uh, thank you to Mr. Lees, uh, Mr. Galpin, and of course, my dear lady, Nicola for all their support and uh, so it seems only rightly we would kick off with a bit of Queen the best band of all time of course and this is Friends Will Be Friends Kicking things off in fine form here on the Bear.Live and the Dr. Squeeze Show for a Thursday. And you just heard Friends Will Be Friends from A Kind of Magic. A classic album, cover to cover, as every Queen album is, let's face it. Now we're going to hand over to something a bit different. As I alluded to at the top of the show, our guest this week was originally going to be Ashleen Yenny from Human Centipede, as well as her new film, uh, which is absolutely fantastic. That's Antidote. And we will be bringing you that interview. Uh, I'm going to be doing that uh, tomorrow, ready for next week's show. However, because we had this uh, link set up and I didn't know if she was going to show or not, she was a little bit late, uh, but the link expires on Facebook. So if you don't do a live interview, which I conduct all the interviews live and then put them out on here later, um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to work towards doing more live interviews uh, for the bear, but but we'll work on that. So they're, they're pre-recorded recorded live on Facebook and YouTube and all that good stuff. And so I started the stream so it didn't expire and she didn't show up. So I just started kind of rabbiting on to the audience and I started talking about the big question of the week. And so I started reading some of the answers and that's what you're going to enjoy now as opposed to me regurgitating them. Uh, we had a lovely time on Facebook Live and it's kind of fun when these things happen. They're kind of happy accidents when your guest doesn't turn up and you just have a conversation kind of into the void. It feels like even though people are watching, it just feels like you're just having a conversation with yourself. Uh, and then whoever drops by, great. So uh, please enjoy these answers to your big question of the week. Uh, and me reviewing Antidote, we also did as part of this. So uh, enjoy this. Squeeze from the other day, take it away. These are the things that you've been working on during lockdown and whether or not you've completed them, how you've done them. First of all, um, our man, Pop Bear Paul G has put, he's been checking the back of the fridge to see if it leads to Narnia, but there's still a lot of food in the way. So like me, he's bravely eating through all the food during lockdown, as um, fortunately my lockdown belly will attest to. Dan Veal has put, in the first lockdown, I went back to some old hobbies, reading, coding, baking, ethics, and gaming. When the DFB uh, Department for Edu of Education, I think, added extra pressure on demands, uh, then they added extra pressure and demands on. 
since then i've been chasing my tail trying to get on top of everything so it's all vanished into obscurity again i'm really sorry about that daniel please do look after yourself it's a lot of pressure put on people in loads of different ways due to the lockdown and even as as lockdown's easing here in england at least so you know make sure you're all looking after yourselves pam ailing has put return to horse riding and still going fortnightly to sheffield near wickham good on you um just i get tired just the thought of getting on the saddle to be frank james king has put I got a WWE sticker album. I managed to completely fill it. Uh, okay, you win, guy. What do you want from me? That's look. We'll read out the other entries, but you've got it. Playing a sticker album. Come on. Okay, weed, drinking and eating. I need to undo that. Oh, I am feeling you. Trust me. Gary Noppers Alzero has put. Uh, and by the way, Gary creates fantastic uh, bespoke Monopoly boards. So if you want Monopoly themed on anything, he can make it for you. And he's but my plan was to get back into uh, the back burner pile of board game designs. Then it was to update the website that I never had time to update, update due to the nature of the bespoke orders. And then I suddenly got inundated with orders over last year's many lockdown waves. Understandable. Board games is all we had. At present, I've updated the film section of the site and most of the TV section. Everything else is pending. I did get to finish a couple of... Oh, I did get to finish a couple of back burner sets to, of, to completion. I think they're box sets. Right now, I'm wading through all eight series of ITV's Bad Girls in the name of research. Art is pain. We're feeling your pain there, uh, Gary. Again, if you're watching, please drop us a comment. Uh, Vicky Copeland is but moving house moved end of March we took a whole year and a bit but we got there ouch uh, so many mini stitches complete I believe she's talking about sewing she hasn't just you know started to sew up her own moms very a la uh, human centipede but uh, also many mini, mini stitches completed us some large ones and some large one I think she means there having done as much weaving as I thought I would mainly because stuff was packed well, well done on the weaving. Uh, Al the Bear Galpin, our very station manager, has put the bear. That's his big project. He launched the bear. And we're so thankful to him for doing that um, because, you know, gives a home to this radio show. When it's a radio show, when it's not a video show, as those watching live. Keep up. Fred Rollins has put, making terrible music videos. The kids enjoy it, so they will continue. Oh, please, please check out Rollins Music and Video on YouTube. I've got to say, buddy, your, your singing is absolutely awful, Fred, but the videos are really well produced. And, you know, I admire anyone who is prepared to get on a microphone and make an idiot of themselves. I feel a kinship for some weird reason. Just going to have a pause for the course. Cheers, everyone. Hope you're having a good evening. It's Wednesday. Drinks loud. Oh, it's Thursday. If you're listening on the radio. Huh? No brown gardening, and it's going well. Okay. Good job. Oh, I just mowed my lawn. Uh, we had a lawnmower new the other day. Like the grass was up here. It's absolutely ridiculous. Had to just really plow through. And then the second attempt when I took it out, not only did I have an extension cord, which means I could reach the back, I also realized there's a little trigger on the side so you can get the wheels to go, um, you know, elevate the top of it so the wheels have got some distance, which makes it a lot easier to, to push it around when it's not level with the ground. No one said I was a good handyman. Uh, Dan Gross, I 
started a bunch of knit scarves, knitting a very popular thing, and finished most of them. Many will be donated to a shelter. Oh, that's absolutely lovely to do. The ongoing project is to donate all the stuff uh, moving from closets to patio and waiting to go to the thrift shops or charity shops, as they'd be called over here in the UK. Uh, well done, Diane. What a wonderful project. Raven Dane, not my project. The men of the household were supposed to convert a brick house for me to write in undisturbed and do some crafting. 14 months later, not even started. I'm sure it wasn't meant as pointed as I've just read it, but uh, I like to think Raven's got kind of an edge on that. Um, yeah, men of the Raven Dane household, please get to your building. Give this woman a place to write. Jacinda Whiteley has put, I'm currently still crocheting a blanket. More network. The pattern is called a virus blanket. Seems appropriate. It really does. Uh, hello to the new viewers who've joined us. We're waiting for Ashley, Ashlyn Yenny was meant to be uh, joining us on the hour i don't know if there's been a, a time zone mishap given that, that she's in the states but um hopefully we'll be bringing you that interview so i'm some might say storing for time by uh, reading through the big question of the week which this week for the bed life for our radio show is what project did you start in lockdown are you still doing it did it fall by the wayside please drop us a message in chat if you want to join it or just say hi uh, Simon Rago has put loads of builds he's done. So he sent Boto, so it's not very radio-friendly, but he sent, uh, sent a picture of Wally he's made. And uh, I don't know if you can see that if you're watching a video, probably not very well. He's made Wally, and he's made uh, R2-D2 there. And uh, the other robot from, uh, one of the other robots from Star Wars, on the R other R2 units. Um, so well done, Simon. Absolutely wonderful builds. Claire Patricia Smith has put, we had a few start and finish. New uh, bedroom decorated for both the girls, plastering painted, glossed and furniture in. New bathroom, old one out, now a new one in. Now in the mood, so side side robes being fitted in the bedroom. Side robes? Slider robes? Slider robes. I don't know what a slider robe is, but they're being fitted in Claire's bathroom right now. Or bedroom even. And the ceiling skimmed flat. Can't wait, uh, new bedroom. Then bifolding doors on the back of my house. All exciting changes. Yeah, a lot of DIY happening uh, during lockdown. Got to admit, I don't approve, guys. I am not good at DIY. The more of you that do it, <coughs> excuse me, the more of you that do DIY, the more it puts pressure on people like me who are not built for DIY. I'm just saying, just, just think for those inept at DIY when you're doing these projects. At least don't shout about it. Elliot Bias has put, I've learned C++ to do lighting. That's some sort of coding thing. I know this much. That's about the extent of what I know about it. But for all you lighting nerds out there, and I use nerds in a complimentary sense, by the way. For all you lighting nerds out there, he's put, uh, I learned all coding nerds. She's, he's learned C++ to do lighting using Arduino. Arduino? On my TOS, Star Trek, the original series, Enterprise model, that's down to just the base to stand on it left to do i've now progressed further starting the next project the uss voyager learning block code to write my own apps to have bluetooth control and one two c communication to have four arduinos powering all the effects i, I mean that's next level stuff uh, if you're watching this at any point elliot please um i want you to build one for me i want to be able to like control all my stuff with my phone that's awesome 
absolutely love it. And I have no skills in, in this area. I'm starting to sound like I've got no skills whatsoever. I can present the thing. Uh, we've got Gillian Hopekirk. She's put started and finished a closet remodeling. Uh, that's all the answers to the big question of the week. Oh, I think I might have had one on Twitter. Let's pull that one up. Again, I'm not reaching for stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. If you're just joining us now, uh, we're just filling in time because uh, Ashlyn Yenny has not joined us yet, um, the horror actress. We're, we're hoping she's going to be with us soon. Or oh, actor, sorry. So she's actor these days. I appreciate that. Uh, oh, yes, yeah, so the other answer was from Talking Codswallop. She's put, uh, it's my friend Jem, who hosts the Talking Codswallop podcast, which on, after my radio show goes uh, out on the Live, so that's at 10 p.m., and you can catch uh, her podcast at any juncture. Just go to your favorite podcatching app, and you can download past episodes. So Jem has put, I started working from home, and it's the best thing. I never wanted to end. Fell in love, then got my heart broken. So, yeah. Hobby-wise, the podcast was already uh, actively going, so I couldn't put, can't put that down to lockdown, whereas this one I can. So I guess on reflection, nothing. LOL, Jim. And it's like, Jim, look, I mean, you've just spent a long time saying you did nothing. No, no, I know. You've done loads of stuff during lockdown. That sounds things there. Oh, and the other thing, she, she learned how to get rid of unwanted hair because all the beauty salons were closed. Veet is now her best friend. Look, Jim. I said this to you on Twitter. I'm going to say to you in, sort of in person now. You've got to keep on top of those pubes. Otherwise, they will get on top of you, quite literally. So, cautionary tale to everyone watching. Hope there's no families watching. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, of course. I've buried the lead here. The reason why uh, this week, our big question of the week was Project You Start during lockdown, was because the Dr. Squee show turned a year old. Uh, and this happened, actually, <laughs> about a week before the last show which went out or you know just under a week before the last show went out and I didn't realize I managed to completely miss celebrating my own podcast turning a year so this is a kind of belated celebration maybe this is my uh, weird purgatory type celebration is just talking to myself on Twitter or on sorry Twitter on YouTube on Facebook and on uh, the bear.live when we go out on a Thursday as well as all the other places we stream to. Maybe I am that boy who's broken uh, into his dad's cigarettes and smoked one and then got logged in the uh, shed until he's sick of cigarettes. I'm just going to be streaming live in this purgatory until I get tired of it, which, sorry, guys, I'm never going to get tired of my own voice. I did a 24-hour podcast. I don't learn. I've done two of them, in fact, one on audio, one on video later. Um, and I'm just looking back because I think there was another big question of the week because we had two of them because uh, the week when my uh, laptop and microphone and uh, webcam combination decided really to give up on me was the week when I was due to uh, do the kind of belated celebrations for the one year anniversary of the Dr. Scree show. So I'm just trying to find that question now. Again, hope you guys are all good. Oh, here we go. We got a few comments for this one. So this question I made, I managed to totally miss that it was two weeks Two weeks ago was the first anniversary of the Dr. Squee show dropping as a podcast. So, yeah, it was a bit of a weird uh, start to this podcast. I kind of planned it already, and I was going to do, uh, you know, put a load of interviews in the camp before I even started. And so started conducting a few audio interviews uh, at live events, and then I did a couple of uh, video ones when lockdown hit. I thought it would kind of give people something to invest in. You know, lots of these different projects we're talking about. 
And I thought, uh, wouldn't it be nice to have a video version of this? Uh, and that's kind of become a model where I do it on video and then it goes back on audio later, the podcast. And so we've had a few kind of genesis, genesis, genesis of this podcast. I did a couple of live shows. I did one uh, for Southampton Superpod. Uh, the second Superpod was the first live show for the Dr. Squee show. And I uh, conducted a live interview for Tim Brooke Taylor, a comedy legend who I, I loved so much and, and is so dearly missed. He died very shortly after I interviewed him. And I did a few other things. And um, because Tim Brooke Taylor passed away and we'd already started doing video versions, I was going to wait a little bit longer before I launched the Dr. Squeeze show. And then it became that was the time. It's like, you know, um, we just lost Tim. It seemed kind of wrong to have an interview with him in the can sitting around uh, when he was no longer with us, it should stand as tribute uh, to this great man. Uh, it's such a shame he did come out when he's still alive. And uh, so thus began the Dr. Squee show in podcast. So I, the podcast is basically the day I've got to hand. The podcast started before the radio show, a little bit after the video show, but I'm I'm counting the podcast anniversary as the anniversary of the Dr. Squee show. So we're now about a year and three weeks old. So this is the year and three week anniversary of the Dr. Squee show. Woo! Um, so the big question of the week for the week, which we didn't air, was going to be, uh, what did you forget to celebrate and would like to now? Silly answers are welcome, but please keep it positive because the Dr. Squee show is also a show about positivity. Uh, we've always learned, launched on a platform as kindness. So in a world where you can be anything, please be kind is how I wrap up these shows. Um, borrowed from Caroline Flack, and I know it was an internet thing before that. Just really celebrating kindness and really bringing people together and seeing what we're an interview show, that seemed like a really good ethos for my show. Um, but these are the few answers we got for that. So if you've got any answers to either of these big questions of the weeks that can tell, keep me talking for a little while longer, please put them in the chat. So it's either what projects did you start in lockdown and how are they going? Did they complete? Are you still going? Did you give up on them? And this other one is what things that you forgot to celebrate would you like to celebrate now? And here's the answers to that. Uh, so Raven Dane has put on this one as well. Totally missed Ernest Squidwell Whittle's Day for the first time in 10 years. How could I forget to celebrate the award-winning author of Sheep Flanagan for Beginners? Sheep Flanging for Beginners. Of course, we wouldn't want to miss his, his birthday. Uh, Regina came has put, totally missed the last Towel Day. Shame on me. Oh, Towel Day. He tried to go to the galaxy. One of my favorite books. Well, my favorite book of all time. The whole trilogy in five parts is, is just astounding. And Jodie Watts has put Terry Pratchett's birthday. Big happy birthday, blatantly, to the late, great Terry Pratchett. And thusly runs me out of things I've got to uh, prattle on about that I prepared. Um, again, uh, we're still waiting for my guest, uh, Ashlyn Yenny. I hope the link got forwarded to her by her people. Um, so instead, you've got this. You've got a 20-minute Dr. Squeezo, Dr. Squeezo short, Dr. Squee show short with me talking at you in my newly decorated background with Spock, Freddy, and the Avengers keeping me company. Uh, Shy of any com comments from the floor? Does anyone want to say hi? Anyone want to get a shout out on the TV, I guess? Social comments displayed here. Click on them to, yeah. Um, but that's basically it. If no one's got anything for me, I'd like to thank uh, the few of you who watched me insanely rant on for 20 plus minutes. I, I'm 
I can only apologize for wasting your time. But if I apologize for that now, I'd be setting a dangerous precedent for future things which I did online and in audio form. Um, so just one last reminder, if I do use this on radio, I've just realized this would be really weird because I plugged the show that people are listening to a dozen times. Uh, but please do listen to the Dr. Squee Show on the Live every Thursday, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. UK time. Now, this interview with Ashlyn um, was due to be my interview this week. So who knows? I might have more music and more of me ranting this week because I don't have a guest unless I managed to pull something very much out of my ass in the last minute. Again, very appropriate to my guest who was in the human centipede. Pulling out the ass. Anyway, look, I apologize. Look, um, dignified and wonderful actress. Um, I'm really looking forward to talking to her about the human centipede and a new film. And by the way, a little bit of a movie review while we're here. I did watch her new film, Antidote. Hopefully I'm going to get to speak to her about it soon. But uh, it's absolutely amazing. Um, really, like, I'll be honest with you. I watch different films and different, read different books and stuff for interviews. Some which I like better than others. But of course, it's my job when I've got people on here to represent them. This one, uh, like, Ashlyn isn't here. I can genuinely say I really enjoyed. It's this psychological thriller of a horror film whereby this woman goes in for a, um, a sudden operation on an exploded appendix and uh, she wakes to find herself in a facility. Very kind of familiar horror ground, but very well done, where um, she doesn't know where she is, she doesn't know why she's being kept, but very soon turns out that people are being tortured there in very extreme ways. And as she gets to meet more people there and piece together what's happening, uh, thus unfolds our story. And there's a wonderful twist ending. Please do check it out now. It's Antidote. Um, I'll give it a plug. Uh, it's available for streaming, VOD and DVD now. A great kind of horror film. Um, it's what I would call a popcorn movie, which is, I don't mean that derogatorily. A popcorn movie is one of those great movies you can just sit down, eat a, a, a thing of popcorn and really just get lost for a couple of hours. Uh, this is a perfect, I say a couple of hours, it's a perfect hour and a half, which for me is a perfect length for horror or comedy. Just enough time to tell the story, just keep you engaged. Comedy has to be fast and pacey. Horror, same sort of thing. This does have a few jump scares, but engage the mind. Uh, I really felt a bit like creeped out by this film. I think uh, the way it's shot, there's kind of slightly dark light throughout, is wonderful for creating that atmosphere. Uh, Ashlyn really is amazing in this film, a great lead. Um, I think maybe I would have added something on the twist at the end, just my personal tastes. Um, but other than that, uh, it's a perfect spend of an hour and a half. Really, I, I would, um, what am I gonna rate this out? Uh, how many squeeze out of 10? I'm gonna give it, um, Seven squeeze out of 10, a good solid seven squeeze out of 10. It was really great. I'd recommend it. Uh, so please do check out Antidote. Hopefully we'll give you this interview with Ashlyn soon. Okay, and that is uh, my little segment we did for Facebook Live. While we're waiting for uh, Ashlyn, who unfortunately couldn't join us. Um, now, I mentioned at the end of that little chunk that we're trying to get her back on. We've actually arranged that. So uh, I'm conducting the interview afresh tomorrow. Uh, I don't know what happened last time to her, but hopefully she'll be there joining me and we'll bring it to you on the bear next Thursday at 8 p.m. So please do tune in for that one. I'll, I'll be broadcasting from my brand new computer. I, I mistakenly called it a laptop. But I've got a full on computer a base unit coming. So uh, everything should all be swimming for next week. But look, 
what we've done instead this week, because we had an absence of interview, I've instead brought to you uh, the... We ha- we did this thing called the Three Amigos. So it's a brand new thing that me, Al Galpin, our beloved station manager, and our good friend, uh, Lizzy, put together, whereby it's just the three of us unplanned, talking about whatever comes up, you know, whatever comes into our heads, and any suggestions from the floor. So we get people who are watching live uh, to give us ideas. So uh, we start doing that monthly. We've just done our first one, and that's what I'm going to bring you tonight. So in a second, I will... I'll play in one of Matt's tunes because he is a fine singer as well as everything else. And then we're going to go straight into that. So I am going to play, let's say, Hostile You from Matt Lee's album, Two Sides to Every Hero. And then you can enjoy uh, The Three Amigos. Now, it is worth saying that uh, because of a slight problem on the stream, I think we played some music they didn't like. Apparently it was copyrighted, even though it was on Face, it was on YouTube as copyright free, but anyway, we won't get into that. They took us down, so what you're going to be enjoying is starting from when we refresh the stream. So here is Matt Lees with Hostile You, followed by the premiere of The Three Amigos. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was Hostile You by Matt Lees. And uh, as I said before the music, we're just going to go into The Three Amigos, live and unplanned, which you can catch every month on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, we'll give out details close to the time. But uh, because the stream got taken down for reasons best known to Facebook, you're going to be joining us reconnecting the stream and we're going straight into a comment where someone is taking the piss out of my receding hairline and I'm equally taking the piss out of Matt and Al's, um, well, already receded hairlines, let's face it. They're running short quicker than I am, so I'm enjoying the moment. So let's hand over to that now. We have gone back live again. Half forehead. Look, the, oh. no, I'm sorry. I, I hate to start on you guys. So in defense half of a forehead, is that two head? But like he's saying, half forehead. These guys are starting with a quarter. Look, I'm ahead of the game is all I'm saying. I'm not saying that. Listen, bro. Listen. Just don't listen to me, guys. Listen. Listen, listen, listen. Squee. There is. No, on. listen. You're you're going to get a lesson in karma, okay? Because one day, me and Al, we had beautiful hair, too, that we could dye all kind of fancy colors and say, shave the side, and it would look really beautiful. We used to be able to do that, too. And you know what happened? One day, we just couldn't do that, Squee. We didn't make a decision. It just ah, happened. Ah, and I don't want to drop the C word just yet. Not that C word. Oh, that's where my hair went. I don't want to get there if we don't have to. However, it was not Al's choice to go bald. So don't you pick on us. We can't may, help it. May Where's I bring that up picture? May I think I bring up two things? One is, one is, you have to enjoy it while you can for these very reasons. Who knows? Life is precious. You could succumb to male pattern baldness or to the big C. Oh, by the way, has he mentioned he said hey, wait. Voice. he's a bit of a legend? Yes, we look, love him. Look, we look, love him. Look, we love him for him. Look, of course we do. But will he look, stop going on about it? No. Look, that's what I used Gee, to be. Whiz, All right, Squee. That's what I used to be, brother. All right. And then age and things happened to me and yeah. turned me into what you Isn't see before ball, me. Look what, life, look what life fast, has man. done to Al. Look at Al's poor, poor goddamn hair, too. Look at the way the world has brought him down too, and you Lazy. mock us and Lazy. make fun of us. Lazy. Yes, buddy. First of all, breathe. Secondly, can you hold up the picture again? <sighs> but listen, don't be mean now. Look, don't be mean now. And that was just before they found the body, and he spent ten years of his life in jail for a crime he didn't commit, making a murderer. Lazy. I made it disappear like a magic trick. You look like the guy from making a murderer, um, Avery. No, I do not. Don't be rude. Picture. And he's bolted up too, so it's perfect. You're just being rude now, just for the sake of it. <laughs> uh, you're just being mean. And that you know what? Yeah. Sometimes you just strike out, Squee, and I oh. forgive you. I forgive you. I am um, I am sorry, I was quiet then because that we had a comment from uh Feral Mark on Twitch. He said, oh, look, it's Squee, um, and he's sent a link to an image. Um, okay. So I just just took a moment just to... Well, well, just before you put it up... Bring the image up. Just before you put it, bring it up. Complimentary, I'm guessing. And go. Yeah, that's about <laughs> right. But with more hair. Again, I've got the hair there. You see, I can see he's got the hair back there. That is a guy with a nice head of hair, is all I'm saying. And he didn't have a beard. I don't even know what that's from. Am I supposed to know what that is? I I don't recognize it. No. I mean, it's scary. It would make me cry, but I'm easily frightened. Yeah, it looks nothing like me. I've got a beard. Apart from that, though. (laughs) Apparently, it's Gantz. G-A-N-T-S. So... 
I know what's anime, with you. It's from an anime or a manga, allegedly. Oh, there we go. So there That's you have it. I didn't know it. I did not know it. No. I saw no. a very brief clip on uh, on Facebook earlier. Someone had shared that they had drawn um, an anime version of Columbo. Which I saw was, this. Which was quite brilliant. Ooh. Oh, bring it up. Very interesting. Bring it up. That's what she said. Shall I see if I can find it? Yeah. I'm going to make these lights stop flashing because I'm an old man and they're starting to hurt my eyes. You know what I'm saying? And make you disgruntled. You're. I think you're disgruntled. Urgh, get off my lawn. No, I'm not. I can't wait to be the get off my lawn guy. By the way, if you just joined the new stream, that's the Squee. That's Al. I'm Leezy. We're all Squee. we're all podcast. Bear Galpin, Matt Lees, and uh, we're all podcasters, broadcasters, and we thought once a month we would come together and broadcast podcast together. Uh, earlier, we talked about the um, we were talking about the call center friend who said, "I can picture the hair blowing in the wind blowing in your hair." Blah blah blah. That's when Squee started to be mean. Army Steve has confirmed it was indeed him. Uh, so you know, there you have it. There, there you it's have it, like, indeed. Oh, brought to you by Coca-Cola. I'm just really glad that at that point, Al met Kitty, because, geez, if that was your game before, my friend, mm. like me, you were in for a lot of years of heartache. I'm just saying I was lucky I was a musician. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm, no, I'm not spinning myself in that. I'm very much throwing maybe. myself under that bus because I know how my earlier love life went. But, yeah, if, if, you, if you're trying on the accent game to, to woo the ladies, ho, ho, ho. Well, listen, I thought his accent was pretty good, actually. I'm going to, I'll be honest. It was a pretty good, I would have bought it if I was calling Aviva and I was talking to, what was his name? I would have bought it, you know? I wouldn't have thought it. Thought about it twice, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Here we go. Um, right. I have found said clip. Um, I don't know if you will be able to hear it, but we will see. That uh, took you a long time. Anime oh, Columbo. Can't hear it, but I love it. Well, just one more question. There he is. Come back with a question. Just one more thing. Just... There we go. Oh, is it about to play us? I hope they don't take our stream down again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Anime Columbo has some very, very serious copyright infringements on it. Well, yeah, we were, we've already uh, whoa, been taken whoa, down whoa. once. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, uh, Sarah Kirk, I love Columbo. Of course you do. Of course. Thank you, Sarah. You're right, Dave. Sarah, you've got wonderful taste. She also likes Ducelles, which you can hear mine and Nicola and Michelle's musing on on Ducelles by Southeast from Wonky's Band Network whenever we manage to drop a podcast. But there's loads of stuff on YouTube. want to say oi oi and hello to my friend Mike Nolan watching on the stream. Uh, by the way, Squee, what I just did was no-sold your joke. That's called a no-sell, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. When you just... You see, you see, Lizzie, I got my plug out. So do I care? <laughs> you got your plug out. This is a family. Well, it's not a family show, but don't get us taken down again. Squeeze. Hair plug. Well, as your oh, hair, hair plug. up to the top of your screen, then, uh, you know, what you're doing there, I think it's much more filthy. It was another losing your hair joke, wasn't it, Al? What? What? They should re, they should, they should do the long mooded remake with Mark Ruffalo as Columbo. I'm in. I could get behind that. I could as well. What's the? Uh, there's an American guy, a comedian uh, and uh, actor. He was in 
usual suspects. He does a, an impression of Colombo, which is spot on. I think he could come in as like Colombo, like nephew of Colombo or something like that. Uh, does anyone no. know the guy I'm talking about? No, 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 no. Uh-huh. I also I, I, I want to add Kevin Pollock. <laughs> Kevin Pollock. No, not Kevin Spacey. Mark. No, no, Kevin Pollock no, is too. No, Kevin Pollock. No more space. Kevin Pollock. Um, yeah, but Kevin Pollock's is too much like I'm doing an SNL impersonation, in my opinion. Uh, I also think that James King may have meant long awaited remake, yeah. but I have that broadcaster itis where I'll just read whatever's in front of me on the screen. But um, you see, Lizzie, what I'm picturing is he comes in, he does himself as Colombo, like Colombo's nephew. And then when you need it to, when he goes, like, oh, I remember my uncle used to say, Ah, oh, just one more thing. And he busts into his impression just for those kind of couple of moments. And we get okay. goosebumps because he's his nephew and he's continuing his legacy. I think that could work. How about this? I'll take you one step further then, since we're rewriting Colombo, apparently. We're writing the reboot. So yeah. that's how it we'll opens. The, the movie opens on Kevin Spacey, uh, I mean, Kevin Pollock as Colombo, right? And he's full on, he's full on impersonating Colombo. They're doing a little scene. He does the whole one more question, blah, blah, blah. And that's why you killed him, Squee. And then in the background, a la Roger Rabbit, you hear, and cut. Turn the camera around. Now here's Mark Ruffalo, who's actually playing Colombo, watching somebody playing his uncle in the movie of Colombo. And he's talking to the director and he's like, I don't like him. I think he's he's too much. He's trying too hard, but he's being very Columbo about it, right? And, and then, then as he, he goes to, and as he goes to walk away, he's like, "Oh, and one more thing." And he comes back and he's like, "What's with the jacket he's wearing? I hate it. Switch it all up. This whole thing sucks." Gets into his car, <laughs> answers his phone, and then goes off on his case. Just That's one the Columbo one reboot. Tweak. One slight tweak. I like the idea. I like the idea that he's been watching this reboot. He is the consultant on the movie, which is being made. But then you add in a murderer there. You add in a case for him to solve while he's on the set of the reboot being. No, too much. Too much. No, no, wait, no. Whoa. whoa. Because then he goes, ah, just one more thing. Anthony Rapp. And then the the killer reveals behind the mask. It was Kevin Spacey all along. We frame the electric chair. Everyone's happy. All right. Fine. I mean, I kind of think you I kind of think. Me too. Now, I think you kind of ruined it, to be honest with you. You went a little too far. Then I'm not reading that comment because I don't know who that person is, and I'm not going to be the one to say it. Because there was a time like a week ago where I played a song on my radio station, which I didn't think about, which apparently caused all sorts of trouble. And I was just like, folks, let's have it. Let's be real here. Right? Well, well, I think I sent you a message going, uh, you might... You, you know the lead singer of this particular No, band. I had no, I don't I, blah, 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 blah. I had no idea. No, I wasn't going to say what it was. Nor would I have played the song if yeah, I exactly. did, but it was the people that were like, hey, by the way, and I was like, look, this wasn't a decision I made. So that's why I'm not going to read that name out, because I don't know what that means. I don't know who that is. It's from Psych, apparently. That's, it's that's a PG big. comment, but it's Pharaoh Mark who said it. Don't trust a word that dude says. That's the advice I can give you. I wasn't even mocking you. Like, like, Lizzie, I knew you wouldn't play it if you'd known. That's why I was going, I don't know how to break this to you. However, <laughs> you might not want to. You might want to pull the from airing. Can you all do a Columbo impression, says Mike. We kind of already did. But, um, yeah, I kind of did. Just one more question here. Uh, and one more thing. One more no, thing. Just one more thing. Just one more thing. Not just one more thing. thing. Let us know in the comments. One more thing. Let let us know in the comments. Not that it's a competition. Whose was better? 
Look, one more thing. Just let um, us know. Yeah. It's just one just thing. Look, it's probably stupid. You're probably answering in a second. Uh, you probably got a really good reason. I just got to ask because it's bothering me. By the way, my wife, a big fan of yours. But um, just one more thing. Squeeze on someone right? else and I can't think who it is. I don't know, but it doesn't sound like Colombo. I can tell you that. Actually, it's now it's went Irish. Sound a little bit more like Colombo, but not much. It sounds actually <laughs> quite <laughs> a bit like, going a bad like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I'm going into Bernie Sanders. Look, there are some comments we're missing here, and they're gold, okay? Um, let's see. Was it because you did, did you not change your the new post to public on yours? I don't know, dude. Let's see. Mark if I do, we, will they all just pop up? Suddenly? Yeah. Oh man. I think most of them restarted. Right. That's my fault. I got us taken down off Facebook. I said I said to Al, I said to Al, do you want me to create some new music? Like some original stuff that we can use for the intro? No, it's cool, and mate. I, said, I yes, bought please. some. No, you said no, I bought some. We got it. I own it. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, all right, then fine. Uh, okay, so there you go, Al. If you scroll down, they have some comments that started when I started showing this photo of myself. Yeah, that's, that's the drummer from, from making the murderer. That's the drummer from CC for CCR. Uh, what about I like Army Steves. I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, either way. <laughs> Uh, uh, and then we've got so we did the, the is Matt Lee singing tonight he is not Mike but thank you May 30th he'll be singing he double booked himself even though he's the only one who books himself um, well and then Vic asks such a stupid thing to do right? I was looking at it going these are the same day uh, what do you guys think about the Rob Zombie reboot of the Monsters I didn't oh, know that's really, I did not know that, that was a thing kids. the what <laughs> That makes no more sense. I misread that as the reboot of the Musketeers. That makes no sense. I don't <laughs> think it should be the Musketeers. That's that would I'm be doing. a pretty dark Musketeers. Yeah, uh, I'm into the monsters. I'm not into Rob Zombie. I think he should stay in his lane. Uh, but they're going to remake everything, so I don't get to say. But yeah. I'm big on stay in your lane because there's another thing that Squee and I don't agree on, where I think somebody should stay in their lane. But we'll discuss that in a future time because you know. No, no, have it out now, please. Now you brought it up, Mister Lee's like let's be honest okay because once one of, one of our mutual friends shared a thing a little while ago which was like uh, uh film what's the f film institute it's a three-letter thing anyway ifm whatever they BFM. presented like the top directors of all time BFM. they did the top directors of all time and they quote tweeted it and then they said Oh, unfortunately, our favorite BFI, director, British Film Institute. That's it. right. Sure, maybe that's it. I don't think it was British, but either way. So they tweet this list of the top ten directors. Okay, we're talking like we're talking. Let like, him finish the story. <laughs> we're talking like uh, Scorsese, Spielberg, all these dudes, right? And then somebody quote tweeted it and said, "It's a shame that our favorite director, Kevin Smith, is missing from this list." Now, I thought we. I like Jay and Silent Bob movies as much as anybody. There is no way Kevin Smith belongs on a list of greatest directors of all time. There's no way, no chance, no way. So then all of a sudden, just because he's famous, he gets to write all these things. So he wrote some comic books. Those are pretty cool. I'm with you. But all of a sudden, Kevin Smith now 
gets to write and be the showrunner on the new Masters of the Universe. Now, he may do a wonderful question? job. Squee, allow me to finish, please. Would you yield for a question? You're better than that, Squee. You You're a professional. Question, let me finish Come my on, sentence. let him finish. You're a professional, Squee. Let me finish. All I'm saying is, Kevin Smith, maybe he'll do a brilliant job. I'm ready to say that. However, he has no business all of a sudden just coming in and being the showrunner on He-Man. And if He-Man and She-Ra start making dick and fart jokes, I'm going to look you in the eye, Squee, and I'm going to say, I fucking told you so. I think Feral Mark also has comments that can be presented while Squee now presents his counterpoint. Oh, wait, you will, so you're going you're gonna to put like someone doing comments over me doing it when like you were given the floor. Uh, no, yeah. I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave it. You give your counterpoint <coughs> and we'll, then we'll get to the comments. Thank you, Your Honor. Now let me put it to the jury. Let, I did not argue that he should be put on the uh, list of greatest directors of all time. I, I personally love his stuff. He's one of my favorite directors. I don't see the point. I don't give a crap who's on the list of uh, 100 greatest directors. There's some people who have no doubt, like, you know, Spielberg obviously has to be in those lists. If you miss him out, you're just wrong. That's just thick. But like when it comes to Kevin Smith, I'm just a fan. That's my personal feeling. But when it comes to him doing He-Man, I know the man has got a love of pop culture, which he has researched. When you say about like, oh, yeah, so just because he's famous, he gets to write stuff because he's famous for writing. That's how most writers end up getting their work because they're famous for writing and then they put forward a treatment for a script or an idea. They have a meeting and they get the job based on that. But they get the foot in the door by being known for other things they've written. I know Kevin Smith does do the dick and fart jokes uh, spectacularly, by the way. But he also does uh, the likes of comics from, oh, you see, I'm being heckled. It's the same thing <laughs> that you said. Yeah, okay, fair enough. He's just fair giving enough, a comments, all dick yeah, and fart jokes. I'm going to kid. I'm going to kid. But he's also done Batman comics. He's done Green Arrow. And he's done them fantastically. He meets the mode of which he's running it. He knows that Come his own stuff is not. <laughs> you knew what Come I was going to do. Thank you. Now, this is not me. This is unsanctioned. This dude's just giving his opinion. It's not you, it's your buddy, though. Come on, I know. Look, man, yeah. who else is going to sit and watch us talk on a fucking Friday night if they're not our buddies, okay? There might but be a couple of my He's entitled to his opinion. Also, shout out, shout out to Big Love. Someone back me up here. That's what I'm saying. I'm just no. getting slaughtered by one guy. Come on, no. just back me up. Come no. on, no. Anyway, guys, I'm just saying that. Um... Yeah, look, they could... I don't know why not, though. Why does the movie. Well, for example, I love the movie How High with Red Man and Method Man. That is a very right. fun movie. It's entertaining. Is it a good movie? No. Uh, yeah, no, no. But he said, great, great movies are what they make you feel. So as long as you get a feeling from a movie, it doesn't matter what that feeling is. It depends on what it's trying to say. If it's trying to be funny, it's trying to be a comedy, it should be funny. If it's trying to be a drama, it should be a drama. If it's trying to be something which crosses those genres, that's all good too. I'm saying as long as a movie makes you feel something, it's been successful. Sure. Great is in the eyes of Beholder. Sure. All, I, all I'm no, saying is you're fair. absolutely right. You're absolutely right. However, if in this He-Man, if there is one single dick or fart joke, I know you'll be watching it and you're going to go, fuck. Fuck. Now, again, there may be the opposite. I may look to you and say, Squee, I was wrong. It's really good. He did a great job. But I think I insulted Squee once when I said that I thought Kevin Smith should stay in his lane. And I was just like, just stay in your lane. You don't need to I write. I just He-Man. disagree. I, you didn't offend me. I just, I think he can do it. Uh, what's Mark putting about uh, gay references in, to Penguin? I can we put that on screen for a sec? 
Oh, you know, he's absolutely right. This is direct from uh, his run of Batman. Yeah, um, but, but why why is that off bounds to, to say Penguin might be gay? Or why is it... Poison Ivy, trying to poison someone with THC, why is that in any way out of bounds to what she does? Uh, she, also, she also calls the character of Batman DD because the first time they had sex, she came in double digits. That's from Kevin Smith's Batman comic. Which comic? I've, I've got to look this hey, up. Hey, listen, listen, man. As much as he's always going to take my side, I wouldn't argue Farrah Mark on this no, one. No, no, I'm not but arguing. Comedy is so. He's talking about. Comedy is so subjective. That is why I don't listen to critics. Big love in the house. By the way, big love. I learned a lot from big love, my friend. Ooh. Now listen. He's going to not there like this. There are rules to art. Now I like this because I don't necessarily think. I don't necessarily think there are rules to art, no. but maybe mm -hmm. I obviously do. So I'm with Vic on this one. I always, you there know, are rules to yeah, some sets of art, I think. Can sure. I just say, yeah, yeah, you can say this is the definition of this type of art, and they have to fit in this to be that kind of art. But to yeah. be art itself, there are no rules. Who sets those rules if there are? Um, and the uh, art, Lindsay, art decider Lindsay, on Twitter is the only thing that tells you whether it's art or not. That's that's it. That's the rules. Can I just ask Lizzy though? You were saying you agree with him. Uh, on what grounds do you agree with him that there are rules to and who? No, I no, I said I said I don't necessarily agree with him because no. I don't really know if there are. Clean but then, out. if I can look for some, look at something and go, that's not a good movie. Then maybe I do subconsciously think there are rules to art. I just maybe not don't know what they are. Well, the rule, like, the rules to movie to be a good movie rules. is you have to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. that's the the, the central rule. That's why, to me. Uh, bloody, what's it? Shiny vampire movie is not a good movie because I did not enjoy it. But that's your that you're not sending a rule about art. You're sending a rule about uh, your opinion on it. Well, yeah. yeah. But then it becomes right. more of if if nobody enjoys it, then it's not a good movie. I say anything which is is done with the intent of art, even if you disagree that it landed for you, is art. Like. Um, Spice Girls, I have no love for any of their stuff, really. There's about one of their songs I enjoy. I'll admit it. But generally, like, I don't say it's not art because that's their art. It's just not my taste in art. Like, to some people, that's spectacular. That's the funnest time they've ever had is listening to a Spice Girls tune. Fair play. Who am I to argue with that? Mm -hmm. That's very true. Uh, big love. I disagree Kevin. there. I disagree. There should be rules. No rules to art. How do you make rules about feelings? What moves you? What makes you laugh or makes you cry? You know what's beautiful about that is Big Love and I shared the stage together. He was a bass player in one of my bands or a couple of my bands, actually. And we played some incredible gigs. We played some terrible gigs. We had some practices where the band was fighting and arguing with each other. But no matter what, in the middle of a song, I could look Big Love in the eye in the eyes and we were just playing making music together and he would make these like faces like he wanted to do filthy things to me uh, and i would just kind of look at him like a little uncomfortable but like i kind of <laughs> like but i kind of liked it you know what i mean that's why we call him big love so he's absolutely right art is incredible because we could be playing in a crappy bar in some country town in canada and we were making art baby even if our band's name was shoes in a dryer May take you um, guys a can I just ask, um, Lizzie, tell us more about these faces he will pull at you like he wants to make love to you. Please tell us more. No, his name is Big Love. Um, he make love. He uh, make uh, eyes at you like he wants to do filthy things to you. I like this. Yes, he certainly. You would squee. You would love Big Love. Uh, <laughs> oh goodness gracious, uh, Big Love uh, is oh, you know a hero, one of I the boathouse guys. I always talk about the famous boathouse. Big Love is one of the boathouse people. 
Right. Uh, one of my big people. To big love. Uh, can I just ask? Uh, sorry, just to comment, which did flash up. Art should be something you look at and think, fuck, I couldn't do that. Yeah. I kind of even disagree with that. It can be something it's like, fuck, why didn't I think of that? That's so brilliant. It's so genius. Why hasn't someone thought of it already? Why not me? Oh, like it should oh. inspire. Being inspired to do something doesn't mean you don't think you could have ever done it. Just you think, well, I want to do the next thing. Yeah. Vic dropping the point here. Look. If there are no rules to art, then everything is art. If everything is art, then nothing is art. Yeah, I I kind of agree with that, but that that's true though. I agree with it because it's true, not because I think he's trying to make a different point to me. I agree with what he said, but that's beautiful, and that's the way it should be. He's arguing against that, I think, which I'm not. Who knows? All I know is here comes the pain, baby. Um, that's what Big Love has to say about all this. Um, dude, he used to like legit. He's a he used to wear uh, a leather sleeveless vest. Used to play like a, I'm sure I, I don't know whether I've just dreamt it now in my later years and made it more romantic, but I'm sure his bass had spikes on it, right? And <laughs> nice. he used to like stick his tongue out when he was playing the bass, and he's a big sexy mother. So some of the you know not to go back to it, but some of the greatest moments of my life have been with that man, Big Love. So it's nice that he's watching. He now lives in the Dominican Republic, by the way. What a jerk, oh. living in the beauty. Like how dare you, sir? Um, but um, anyway. Uh, everyone should be so lucky as to share a moment with big love. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I, I know li so little about geography. When you start talking about the Dominican Republic and how dare he live there and things like, oh, do we not like them for some reason? Is there something about Dominican Republic? Before I realized you were talking about the beauty of the place. Basically, yeah, he essentially lives in death in paradise, if you've seen that show. So how dare he? Uh, well, let's hope yeah. he doesn't get killed. If anything, baby, he'll be the one doing the killing. <laughs> and I'm sure he'll now agree with that in the comment section. He'd be the one doing the killing. The only baby. thing I know about Death in Paradise, I've never watched an episode, but uh, when I was uh, talking to Dan John Jules at a Comic Con, I was interviewing him, and he told about, like, uh, in Death in Paradise, he snuck in a few kind of cat references, the main one being when they uh, have fish being poisoned on the island and they bring one up to him and he goes, a fish? That's a reference to Red Dwarf when he's going it's yeah. like uh, fish. Today's fish is crying out of crown yeah, yeah, yeah. meal. Fish. Today's fish is crying, and he like orders a stack of them. So he, he said fish in exactly that voice. It's funny. As a reference. He's that he's definitely the highlight of that show, and it certainly went downhill when he left. Uh, but I think you would love it, Squee. I mean, it's like essentially like if Doctor Who was a detective, isn't it, Al? Because like he know. switches up every cut. Oh, you don't watch either. The main <laughs> dude switches yeah, up. I know, every I, know that. I know they keep changing yeah. it, who it is. Yeah, yeah. Like... O'Hanlon last, and isn't it one of the guys from Little Britain? Uh, oh, no, not Little Britain. Um, Ralph. Where they watch TV. Um, Ralph Macchio. Royal Family. Ralph. <laughs> yeah, Ralph right. Macchio. Well, that Royal would family. be good. Uh, yeah. Ralph Little. Ralph Little. Little Ralph. Little Ralph. Uh, Kevin is doing it now, um, is he? Kevin's put, you have a standing open invitation to come open my, uh, join my open stage here at Darn Ponta right. Canta. Thank you very much, Kevin. I'll be there. Oh, uh, big love will welcome you. You're welcome, baby. He'll sing with you. I don't know if it's on the green list. I don't know if it's one of the countries you can go to yet. No, but what a place well, to call it. my singing voice or just generally because of COVID? Uh, both. Of COVID. No, have you both. seen the, the list of the countries they've announced today, 11 or 12 countries or whatever it is, that are on the UK's green list that we're allowed to go to? I uh, think all of them any... signed a treaty saying we don't mind COVID, but squeeze singing voice just is not allowed. No, but yeah, what got me is one of the countries on the list is New Zealand, and New Zealand's borders are closed. So how can it be on our green list? <laughs> you're, not, you're not getting in. 
That's just them letting us like feel like we're having extra yeah. freedom or whatever. It's people like, no, you yeah, can leave the UK to go to New Zealand, but when they you get there, they will just send you home. <laughs> yeah, so you might as well just stay. I'm in no rush to go anywhere. I don't know about you yeah. guys, but really, yeah. I'm in no rush to go any place whatsoever. Well, well, honestly, Lizzie, we're we're talking about when this opens up. The the first place we won, the first place we want to visit, is come up and uh, visit you and Rachel up in Cardiff. There. Uh, sorry, the sound went out there. Uh, Squee, I don't yeah, know what happened. I'm, I'm being anyway, so, uh, no, no, of course, of course. All right, of course. Buddy. All right, all right. Oh. Yeah, well, oh, what happened? Where's he gone? Oh, wait, that's, <laughs> there he yeah. is. He's back. Well, How you I doing, Squee? say something Welcome nice back. and tender about Lisa. Uh, I started saying I'm missing look, him. Man. I can't wait to see him. And then Al removes me from the stream. Oh, we will have no tenderness on this. Now you've both gone off the screen. Uh, <laughs> look, man, this is a live stream. We do the nice things later, all right? Jeez. All right, jeez. Um, I miss geez. you guys. All right. No, I say we are. We have planned a trip away. Uh, we are going to the Isle of Wight in August. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. Overseas. Well. Ooh. Over. Solent. Anyway. Yeah, yeah but Southampton's personal garden. <laughs> yeah. Isle of Wight tends to disagree, but we come all the same. So it's going to be great. We're going to leave here, uh, have something to eat, get on the ferry, and drive, and be at where we're staying in about an hour and a half. So. No, that's, that's a pretty good, that's my kind of journey yeah that's quite a commute <laughs> that's quite a commute i like so, it so many cool pubs on the isle of Wight as well i know probably not for a family holiday i'm just saying i was gonna say yeah me and hunter will go on a pub crawl yeah yeah uh, i'll take a three why not out. why not while well, we're discussing booze then have you got have you ever uh, tried this this beer here stormtrooper mm-hmm. it's an original not. stormtrooper galactic pale ale Given to me by Feral Mark. I haven't opened it because, you know, I'm that kind of collector. Um, because right now I have Stormtrooper beer, but if I open it, I just have a Stormtrooper bottle. You see? You see how that works? Right. Can I raise something else? Look, I don't know how much time we got left or how long we're going till whatever, but whatever. I feel like there's some show points which we should cover. Like, okay. How do we start this thing? Like, is there an opener? Is there a closer to it? Have we got a tagline? I suggest something to do with listen to us. So, our Partners don't have to like. You're doing public service by watching this, basically. Uh, uh, thoughts, guys, and any thoughts to the structure? I, I think the stream should run until one of us falls asleep, <laughs> and then whoever falls asleep first gets to host the next one. All uh, night, baby. Oh no! No, I, 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 I don't know. I don't no, know. We've got an eight-hour limit on Facebook, so we can't. Yeah. can't go longer than that. I was going to say because that would be a risk because me and Al are used to doing twenty-four-hour streams at very least. Yeah, I'm not that kind. Of, I'm not that kind of performer. So at some point, even if that was the agreement, I'm sure at some point my internet would go down. Um, it's like it's uh, quality rather than that's right. Length. That's right. Length. Could you put up Kevin's latest comment? Because well, I think one. this is the winner. This is what we say. Hey, welcome to the Three Amigos. You're coming here to drink with us, guys. It's all right. I mean, I'm sure we could. We can. We can workshop it. We'll workshop it. Uh, I just need but, something in here. Uh, how nice is it for? <laughs> yeah. uh, tell you what, big love. Uh, we would love to see you here in Wales. I miss you. Please come and visit soon. Yeah. See, I did that just to make just to tease Squee because when you went sweet, we muted you. That's what. <laughs> see, Squee just knows. So- uh, oh, oh, what happened? <laughs> the happiest I've ever seen Squee was just now when you removed me from this stream. <laughs> I know. That Isn't it I've sad? Oh. oh, the little things that bring him joy, eh? And luckily, the little things bring Nicola joy, so they're hey, going to be married. Perfect couple. Hey. I didn't know you'd been with her. Listen, and as, as, 
Is it just me or is Squee being gradually getting drunker during this feed? And he's now and he's a little through tipsy. that glass. Yeah, he's a little you tipsy know, now, isn't he? He's going a little rosy in the cheeks. You don't even need that. I've already had a couple during the day because I wasn't working today. Because yesterday I did the polling station. I was working for 15 hours. So I was just so out of it and tired today that you did um, a whole week's work in a day. Yeah, right. It was, it was it was brutal. I've got to tell you, like there was one point where actually I say this as if I wouldn't have made this joke anyway. But one of the uh, uh, roads, like you know, when when you're in a polling station, you've got certain roads which are um, taking the votes for or letting people vote at. Yeah. So it's yep. hilarious. Yep. And you got these uh, guys who are coming in. One of them, oh, I'm getting loosey goosey. That's fine. Goosey. Um, there was one of the roads which we were doing was Win Road, and two people came in. Like one came up, gave their, their polling card. We found them. They go, the next person goes, like, Oh, yeah, I'm just the one beside them. We live in the same house. And they go, Oh, you're both in Win Road. He goes, Yeah. And I go, Well, that's Win Win then. It was worth it. I didn't care. An actual <laughs> tumbleweed came through yeah, the polling yeah, station. Totally uh... worth it. <laughs> I like how even if that was going to be the greatest joke we'd ever heard, that Al and I were going to try really hard to not fucking sell it. And you still oh, laugh. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you're you're a funny guy. As much as we try not to let you be, Squee, you know. Uh, but you're definitely you're definitely loosey goosey, as Vic says. That's great, wonderful. No, it got to the point where this morning I felt like I do after doing the uh, twenty four hour podcast, which I mentioned earlier. After one of those, the next day, you just don't want to talk to anyone. You just kind of go into a bit of cloud. You just want to kind of get into a bit of a haze and watch TV, which, of course, I do only by legal means. So I drank a couple of, like, uh, pints while I was watching some uh, TV with my son. Lovely. It kind of, like, marries you out, but you just start on this kind of such sort of down fog because you're just over 15 hours talking so much to someone. Or if you're doing one of the 24-hour streams, as, as I'll know, you're just kind of, like, talking all the time and you just need that little break. Like two hosts coming in when you're just going on a run-on sentence and you don't know how to end it. That would be really handy at that point. No, you're right. You got this. You're doing so great. Anyway. I don't know if Squeeze ever mentioned, folks, but he does a 24-hour podcast. I don't know if he's ever brought it up to anyone or if he's ever mentioned it to anyone, uh, but he's done a 24, he does a 24-hour podcast sometimes. Um, yeah, there you have it. I don't ever do a 24-hour podcast. Thank you very much. No. I give these dudes an hour each, perhaps. Uh, and then I'm in out, like Al said earlier, quality, not quantity. Uh, and uh, this is the best squee has sounded in in know, it's crazy, years. It's, I mean, I've taken him off mute ages ago, but he's, <laughs> no, I, know. Just, I thought I'd just play him out. It's, it's incredible. It's it's wonderful. Best you've That's ever sounded. Good acting there. Dulcet squee. tones and everything, squee. Wonderful job. And now the glass is empty. So now we see, does his lovely lady bring him a new drink? Or has he already got a backup? That's great. I do that with coffees for the radio show in the mornings. I have two coffees ready to go. Finish the one and get right into the second one. You know what I mean? Like a gentleman. Oh yeah, the yes. only way I get through work in the morning is coffee. Got like a nice uh, cafetiere set up. Yeah, that's very true. Uh... Oh, who won the greatest romantic ballad contest in Kitchener? What, what's that? I like how he PG'd the fuck out of what we used to call that thing. Uh, he said he's being polite. Uh, yeah, you can show it. Al Big Love says, "Who won the world's greatest romantic ballad contest in Kitchener, which is the town he used to live in, not far away from the boathouse?" Um, I'd be shocked if either of you haven't hasn't heard this story, but maybe our, some of the viewers haven't. Basically, it was almost like you know, like you have like a rap battle where two rappers will go at each other, back and forth. The way that you know Dave K and I used to do it, Dave Rage K and I used to do it is we used to do like a romance off. 
So in front of a crowd, we would literally just, he would sit front and center in front of me and I would sing a romantic song at him. And then we'd switch and he'd sing a romantic song at me. And basically whoever got uncomfortable first would tap out and quit. Uh, it would get, it would essentially get incre- uh, increasingly more and more crazy as we tried to make each other uncomfortable. At one point, Dave K would grind on me while playing the guitar and singing to me. Um, Big Love wants to know who won the greatest romantic battle contest in Kitchener history. This question? Did anyone get to completion during any of the the, uh, music playoffs? You're being vulgar now. This is a beautiful story. You're being vulgar. Now, I think it would have been a tender moment. I think it would have been a tender moment if you did. Now, we are surrounded by people watching this little romantic ballad contest. Uh, and Dave K is on the ropes, man. He's shaking in his boots because he's on the ropes. And I busted out John Mayer's on Your Body. This got kinky. I, I busted out John Mayer's Your Body is a Wonderland. And the entire time I sang it, I maintained eye contact with Dave K like this. And then he got to completion and he could compete no longer. And Lizzie won the greatest romantic he, ballad he contest in history. Absolutely. Uh, and of course I did, Vic. You know me. You know me, Vic. Of course I played Kiss from a Rose, Kiss by a Rose. Of course I did. It was a, it was a romantic, I almost said what we really called it. It was a romantic ballad off. And I am a professional, Vic. You know that I did it. Uh, Mike Nolan, I know Al's hiding it. Al hasn't clicked it because he doesn't want to get involved. Uh, by the way, Al, is that a, <laughs> is that a lightsaber on your, on your thingy? Or you just had to see you. Well, what I think is about this lightsaber is it used to be one of those that had a light and an, an extendable little thing in it. And mm-hmm. I took that out and I emptied the electrics out because I put a, a wooden rod in it and screwed it in. And I had another, my mate had one as well. And we uh, used to proper smack them around together. And then I tried to edit a video of them with it and turn it into actual things. But it uh, we never actually bothered. We just mm-hmm. hit each other with them. Uh, and now there's a little... Kitty's got this kind of little Lucky Charm mini crystal type thing that she keeps on her bedside table. And Hunter's obsessed with it. He always picks it up. And every time it's disappeared, I'm like, where's that bloody crystal gone? He puts it in the lightsaber. Good kid. Every time. It's like he's three years old. He doesn't know anything about Star Wars, but he knows a kyber crystal when he sees it. Oh, what a boy. I, I um, like the fact you've, you've reached the age where you're saying about the Star Wars. Yeah, that's my man. <laughs> did I say the Star uh, Wars? Yeah, you did. That was a slip of the tongue. Mike says, "Go for romantics. Go for a three romantic sing-off, guys. Uh, sing-off, sing-off." He says. Oh, I think uh, we'd probably get taken down. <laughs> yeah, uh, it depends on how that would work. Uh, nothing compares to you as a comment from Big Love. That was another one where I, I took Dave K out. So basically, just picture two dudes singing the cheesiest, most, most romantic songs they can think of to each other, one on one in front of a crowd. It was a wonderful experience, and I'm glad that Big Love was there. Yeah. Um. May I suggest if, if people want to chuck in right now, it would be good at least to have one question from the floor in there for us. Like it can be something, something ideally which uh, harnesses our imaginations would be good. So if people want to put out a question to us, it'd be lovely to feature at least one in the show. And uh, just to meet with your, I, I've got nothing against the lightsaber, but I've got my, my Sonic here, of course, ready. Oh, I've got one of them somewhere. Oh, you still make sound and lights, does it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my one doesn't work anymore. I got a bell. Oh. I don't think this one works. Oh, hello, it does. 
Mike has put you three are awesome. You misspell average. We're average. Nah. We, don't want to aim, we don't want to aim to anything higher than that because then that's a lot of pressure. Tell you what, that's the time to end the show because Squeed just made me laugh. That should be it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all going to be downhill from now, isn't it, Squee? I'm just joking, Squee. I was just kidding. Uh, I don't have any. I don't have any. Again, well, I do. Again. I do have toys that make Why noise. Why do I want to call us average? Less pressure. That's true. That's oh, true. Dear. Um, but I, the toys I have to make noise are instruments, not, you know, like, you know, little ones like that. Um, yeah. And a lot of these, cause I'm OCD. A lot of my toys are actually stuck down, so I can't even move them to show you. Let's be honest. Okay. Right. I've got one for you guys. Okay. What is the song which you pick to kind of, uh, serenade your lady, which is the song you pick for your lady, a uh, romantic song or, or a couple, if you've got them. Uh, I don't know. Come on, Lizzie, you've got to have something kind of like at least a few tracks which uh, you and the Mrs. Lee's play just just romantic. We're not yeah, asking but, for anything dirty. But, but that's between a musician and his lady, man, and that's none of your darn business. Fair enough, fair enough. What happens yeah, in the... No, no. Know, so. um, uh, Stand By Me is one of her favorites. Um, There's lots of really nice ones, man. There's lots of really nice ones. Um, Stand By but, Me is a great one. Benny King? Mm-hmm. If you had to pick a film to sing the soundtrack to, what would you all choose? Oh, good question. Does Hamilton count as a film? Well, there is a film version of it, isn't there? And Hamilton. because a film off the stage version, but it is released as a film. Because as I said earlier, people always talk about the hackers will turn your camera on. If this camera ever gets turned on without my knowledge, it's essentially going to be me standing here singing to Hamilton by myself, probably doing a little dance. Um, I love this. Oh, Blues Brothers. I'm taking Blues Brothers. We can't have it. Blues Brothers. You just took Ooh. Hamilton. Ooh, no, I took, yeah, I took Blues Brothers. That's a good call. I took Blues Brothers. Sorry, right, man. Okay, I've got one. Because uh, I knew you'd take Blues Brothers. It was obvious. There was anyone who's going to beat me to Blues Brothers, it was going to be you, sir. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Highlander soundtrack, but because basically it's uh, the uh, it's a kind of magic album from Queen, which I was singing to just earlier today. Absolutely love it. Great film, great soundtrack, and songs which I know already. So it's kind of, I'm already in the zone. Okay. I've been listening to it all my life, basically. All right. Yeah, Galpin? Nice. Uh, Back to the Future. Ooh. Back in Time, yeah. Power of Love. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you, singing Power of difficult, Love, difficult. it ain't the fun you think it is, dude. No. I thought I was going to have an aneurysm when we sung that one. <laughs> um, but How did you feel about one? singing um, You Sung Earth Angel as well? How was that one? I like singing Earth Angel. That's a fun one. That's a serenadable one. Yeah. It's um, a fun serenadable one, you say, sir. So say if someone wanted you to sing it for their first dance for their wedding, uh, what would you say to Squee? Um uh depends if it was squee uh the asking or not uh but i would probably say yes like your your wedding present oh would it well let me see let me have a think about that i have to check the calendar and see if i'm free that day but (laughs) if that were to be if that were to be the question you would ask me in a public forum then i'm sure i would say that i'm honored and delighted it would be my pleasure but surely that would be a conversation we'd have would have would have privately because i'm a lady all right. You don't put him on the spot yeah. like that. Right? I guess what? Wait, wait. All right. Do it. You can't wait, say no, wait, can wait. he? Ask again. Ask again. Exactly. Ready? I'll play it out the other universe, the way the other way goes. Ready? So you've just asked it. Blah, blah, blah. No, wait, wait, wait. Let me ask it again. Let me go ask it again. All right. Go is, on then. Is, let me get this straight. Am I asking as if we were asking? No, there? I just I just want you. No, I, just, I want you to just do it again, just like you did it exactly okay. there. And we're live and everything. Everybody's watching. Just, just, just like I did before. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. 
Uh, Lizzie, just want to say, um, big fan, love you, man. Uh, you've been a friend of mine for so many years. Uh, just want to just want to mark how much respect I have you, not only as a friend, but as an artist. Uh, I think this is how I said it before, but I'm just going from memory. Um, me and Nicola, we've been thinking, given that the subject, not only Back to the Future, but that's, that individual track has been brought up, uh, we love your music. We love the way you played that particular track as part of Save the Clock Tower, which, by the way, is an awesome band, which anyone should check out online. Uh, just by the by, it's wondering because me and Nicola talked about it. We'd love it. And there's no pressure. You're definitely invited anywhere. You're definitely there as my buddy, as my amigo, as one of the three amigos. Of course, I'll be there, too. Um, you're definitely invited to the wedding, by the way. But if while you're there, you happen to want to, as our first dance, as our wedding present, because, of course, we would never demand any or ask anything more of this. And if you don't want to, it's cool. But if you want to sing Earth Angel for our first dance, it would be our honor and our privilege. Um, Lizzie, what do you say? I think that's how I asked it the first time. Was that? I think it was close. Couldn't be less interested. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so if it would have gone that way, right? That's like when you, uh, I was only teasing, Wait, by the way. Squee, did you go to Lizzie's wedding? No, well, I wasn't invited, so you know. Okay, I just wondered. I just wondered if you worked because uh, there was but one I... one amigo at my wedding, one amigo at his. Yeah, but I got married. Like I don't, Keep I don't there. know that I knew Squee when I got Lazy married. Yeah, so I didn't know. I didn't know how long. Uh, I think what I wasn't Al. You weren't going to tell him no. I was at your wedding. He doesn't no, know that. Me, I was the one amigo at my. Oh wedding. yeah, sorry. I thought you meant oh, one right. addition. And then Lizzie was the one head. at his, and therefore we got to keep the streak going. Yeah, because uh, I'm going to have all three amigos of mine. But I think, in my defense, that I was married before I met either one of you motherfuckers. So yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know either of you when is, I got married. All um, I'm saying is, the live uh, podcast pre-wedding is open, so if we want to do a live three amigos while waiting for Nicholas to turn up, I'm just saying it's out there. Stag Yo, I like Al. Al, seeing as Squeeze the only one of the three of us that isn't married, how funny is it that he thinks he's going to be allowed to podcast on his wedding day? Like, <laughs> come on, man, you must know better than that. No way. I've been married before. I know yeah, how much you, this shit will get yeah, shut right. down. Exactly. You've been married before exactly. and you're not now. Exactly. So you know what if you I don't do. I'm glad Al said it. But if you think we're going to be allowed to podcast on your goddamn wedding day, sir, you got another thing coming. It reminds me of this one time I was completely honored. My friend Zach in Iowa and his wife Jenny, fans of my music, they did this wonderful thing, paid me this incredible compliment of inviting me to their wedding to sing Her Down the Aisle. Right. Uh, and it was a beautiful experience. And uh, before the wedding, Zach came to me and he said, yo, play Ghostbusters when I come down the aisle. And I was like, what? And he's like, you know how to play Ghostbusters? Like, of course, I, who, of course, I know how to play. Go he's like, play Ghostbusters when I come down the aisle. And I was like, are you sure about this? And he's like, yeah, play Ghostbusters when I come down the aisle. I was like, OK, he walked away. I immediately went and found the bride. And I was like, yo, can I play Ghostbusters when Zach comes down the aisle? And she's like, no. And I was like, OK, thank you. And I went and sat back down and did what I was instructed of. It wasn't Zach's day. It was Jenny's day. That's how this works. I knew better even then. I was like, nope. Nope. Uh, we've been requested to sing a song from Back to the Future. If you guys want to join me in that. Well, listen, man, I don't like... sing. I don't know. My manager does not like me singing uh, for gratis, as Del Boy would say. Uh, so I think you guys should start. You know, I will start. I'll do a thing. I'll do a few bars. Now be careful. Don't get us taken down. Earth angel, Love earth it. angel, <laughs> when I adore. Love you forever and evermore. I'm just a... <laughs> Did you turn... <laughs>
in love. I couldn't resist. That was cruel. That was cruel for a beautiful moment I was creating there. That's all I'm saying. I'm just trying not to get us taken off Facebook again. I don't know what the rules is on that. I probably won't get picked up by the algorithm. Oh, don't worry. That was recognizable to the original tune. Oh, no, of course not. Uh, There's a comment. See, you got me in trouble now, Squee, from my manager. You brought up trouble now, and now I'm going to lose 10% of this gig. Um, Yeah, 10% of this. Oh, no, 10% of nothing. Uh, Whoa, this is not nothing. (laughs) Ouch. Uh, Yeah, so basically, if I'm to be singing here, you need to go through Vic. Um, we already know Vic's, Vic uh, sometimes likes to wind squee up, shall we say? It's like spinning atop oh, the river, uh, isn't it? Lost big hey, love has had to I go do a karaoke gig. So uh... tell you what, a dream come true would be to go and do karaoke with Big Love right now. Um, uh, I'm just going to say though that uh, Vic was Team Squee, and then I became Team Vic for a little while. So we have done brief partnerships. Yeah, but Vic, Vic also retired from Team Squee. I remember. No, uh, I said. I all said right, he all right. and I became Team Vic oh, for a while, and now we are uh, separated for now, and we'll see see what the future holds of this partnership. But Al, sing one song from Back to the Future. Go. Oh, uh, on the spot, which one do I go with? Um, I don't know. You you string bow. Come on, okay. Al. Um, well, you pick one. Which one? Uh, I, I could do a random it. one. Uh, um, the hey baby, boom, what do I have to do, boom, boom, to make you love me too? Female voice, you got to roll with me, Henry. All right, baby, roll with me, Henry. Don't mean maybe, roll with me, Henry. Roll with me, Henry. Roll with me, Henry. You gotta run and run and run and run and whatever it is. It's been taken off of Spotify for some reason. Nice. Is it been taken off Spotify? There's quite a few things I've disappeared off my Spotify recently. Yeah, yeah, it's strange. Oh, see, I sung and now I owe Vic 10%. Darn. Al, what's your song though? Come on, Al. Let's just go with the the greatest song of all time. Uh, uh, Don't need money. Don't need fame. Don't need no credit card to ride this train. Strong. <laughs> I forget which way around they go. I keep Dumb, all my and cool sometimes. Cool sometimes. But might, might just save your life. life. That's the power Oh, he's going there. You don't care. Nice. Nah. But you'll know what to do. What to do. Check out this figure while we're talking Back to the Future. Nice. Oh, I got some oh, Back to the oh, Future oh, figures up here somewhere. Oh, that's a bit sexy. Oh, I like the faces. The mental oh. craziness. There is a, I can't move the camera, but my Back to the Future shelf's on the bottom. Mike Nolan is a huge collector as well. Massive collection of Funkos. Uh, but there you have it. I've got yeah, my... I won that competition, apparently. Micro-machine DeLorean. Like it, like it. Love a bit of anything left in that set. And then some cool cool dude sent me this. Some cool dude sent you that, huh? He must have been a heck of a dude. Oh, yeah, such a guy. He he came with a note and everything. I got a little... uh, Oh, look at that. A little note. Save the clock tower. Your friend in time. My my Back to the Future um, collection is seriously lacking. However... I do have the original book from the uh, time of release. 
and the uh, novel of the second one as well. Yeah, Hunter's got the store the store picture storybook that I read to him some nights. Yeah, yeah the one you said the one you said to me you said yeah. it to me and I was like, yo, I have that too. <laughs> it's yeah. the one with the tape with it. Huh? Is it the one with the tape with it? No. I got like when I was a kid, I had the uh, you got like a they did release this for like Ghostbusters and loads of uh, uh, films. You got an abbreviated version of it on tape and the book you could oh, read along yeah. with it. There's another Back to the Future yeah. book that I want to get him when it's time. That the, the front of is the clock tower where the hands move and you use it to help kids learn how to tell the time. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Like, well, that is how we're teaching them how to tell time. I have this book, which is an original from 85, which is nice. the just like the story of the film. Oh, nice. uh, and I actually, what we could, this might be interesting or not interesting in the least. I have a pack of cards here, like trading, you remember trading cards where they're, you know, let's take a look. So these are oh, yeah, back to the future classic. trading yeah. cards from 1989 for back to the future Two, a still sealed pack. The gum is still inside. What do you say we open it after all these years here in 2021 and see what's in here? What do you think, Al? Al right away is like, no. Don't Come do on, it. man. Why not? not, not I'm never this. No, <laughs> no, no. Not for this. Please don't. No, yeah, yeah. Really. Uh, I think it'd be fun. Um, we could do it. We could do it. He's no, like, don't no, do don't do it, man. Wow, look how uncomfortable these guys are. This is fun. Well, I don't care. It's yours. You can do what you want with it. But yeah, I, yeah. I feel like it's a bit of a waste. Actually, let's put the pressure back on you. Fuck it. Do it if you want. I, I could just peel a corner. After 20 Ooh. years, I could just just, just peel the corner. Vic, look at Vic. Look at Vic's comment. No. Uh, I have many in here, guys. All like, I don't know why I'm a nerd for it. I like all these old cards. 21 Jump Street. We, uh, Ghostbusters me... 2. Find no. I just found this old picture. I've got a really funny look on my face in this picture, uh, but oh nice. my god, that's amazing, man! So uh, Marty and Jennifer, New Year's Eve, twenty fifteen. The waistcoat's the only bit which is difficult to get. Where did you get that from? Uh, what the uh, the little gelée? I uh, yeah. a charity shop, I think. Or was it? It might have been on Amazon. I had a shirt and a T-shirt that was almost an exactly replica, and I've got they got the badges. I bought the headphones. I've got all sorts hidden away upstairs. I dig it. The I shoes. I absolutely love. I, I think we, we, all three of us, very blessed by the fact that we all have partners who get into the geeky stuff we do. Like, I trust me. Like, with no uh, offense to my ex, but like, I've been down the road of being with someone who's non-geek. Man, it's so good to be with. Ah, oh. oh, look good on like a the skateboard. That you put up with that crap, that's amazing. I, I want the photo two seconds later where you fell. Yeah. Whoa. This, Who's this the a, topless dude? That, that's my mate Ed as Rocky, but he didn't want to shave his beard, so he's just Rocky with a beard. <laughs> yeah. Also, can I say, if Who's I may, your lovely top? your lovely wife looks a little tipsy in that picture, my friend. Oh yes. That's, oh yeah. Yeah. He looks more like Nick Frost than than Rocky. Like I'm not saying he looks like Nick Frost, but more, more so. Now, well, if you see the the picture, it's the only one I think I've got close to hand where he's more in his Rocky gear. But you can also see the oh, guy sure. who came as a Lego figure. Oh, Emmett! Now both Vic and Mike have told me to try the gum, and I think that's just rude. Um, 
that's just rude. These guys don't even want me to open it, let alone try the gum. I'll tell you, though, no way do I try the gum. Vic, you guys should come to my hometown of Pasadena, California, and I'll show you the Doc Brown house. Yes, Vic! You know I'm already coming there, Vic, and we're going to Disneyland and Universal Studios. That's right. We already talked about that. Vic, can, can we have a question from Vic? Like, I'd love to answer, like, a question. Right, He's let's got do it. three of us. And while we wait for that, I'll show you my little... We got Superman the movie, Raiders oh. of the Lost Ark, which nice. is... 19 whatever it would be take a guess anyway who framed roger rabbit ninja turtles ninja turtles 2 goonies tiny toon adventures batman 21 jump street ghostbusters 2 and back to the future 2 now i was going to open it and i loved al's reaction of not for this man <laughs> it's bad, bad. it was just a great re- i know no. our level i know our level yeah 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 not for this man i was gonna i was gonna open them i have bill and ted ones that are already loose which is from bogus journey. i feel like one of us should have at least said hey no no that's fair we should at least pretend to to argue for a second before giving in well my favorite was al's face who said it immediately with don't do this oh oh that's a question oh, there's a question oh i've got one i've got an answer for that straight away best one written correctly so he is a difficult guy to write for now a lot of writers say it's like uh oh see um batman's so much better because you can go so much dark you can do this that and the other I think the reason why Superman is so good, and people say that it's kind of like it's difficult because he's uh, got superhuman powers. He can just kill you as soon as he can think about it, all this stuff. The only thing which ever challenges him is uh, kryptonite. I would argue this. His main kryptonite isn't actually kryptonite. It's the fact that he's got to try and save everyone. That's quite neuroses. So for every time he is saving one person, 10 other people, 100 other people are dying around the globe. Every time he's having quiet night in with Lois Lane, again, hear them. people are dying. I think to write that and to actually portray that side of him would be really interesting. And a few kind of like writers have kind of hit upon it a little bit, but not very much. And I think the fact that he's actually got to live up to a certain code, which most superheroes don't these days, I think is actually a, a wonderful challenge. Thoughts, guys? Agreed. I agree with you. I think, I don't good. think there's you can really do a good movie of superman because there's too many the character is too limitless superman the movie uh yeah but i mean yes but how many times can you do it like he's too powerful he's he's invincible to everything like i don't know i feel the same way in a different way though about like green lanterns on on the times that you live in how the character is perceived yeah because in times like now you'd be like well if superman existed now we'd want him to save sort everything out because there's a lot going on in the world whereas where maybe when the world's in a happier place and everything's feeling a bit lighter he, he seems to be more acceptable to be in when, a way. when it was first written though wasn't that during some dark times i mean it yeah, wasn't but i mean, I mean the movie when you think about when the, the film came out the 80s was a bit of a, a boom period for a lot of people not for everyone obviously but and i wonder if that's why the, that film especially those initial films were that well received potentially i think you need flaws for a great character and i don't think superman has enough of them what about um, captain america though that manages to do the same thing like Rick a says, that's the character. best defense of superman i've heard still disagree he's the worst <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh that's okay don't worry about vic vic thinks wandavision is too long so we know he doesn't know what's going on um yeah. you know and by but the way, I, vic, I, I was as i was saying I just quickly say to vic do 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 that's not the 18 i'm just telling you taking shots shots fired ladies and gentlemen
But as I was saying there, as yeah. far as the storytelling standpoint, I always think I always I also think Green Lantern gets limited because there's too much stuff you can do with that ring. And then what do you it just comes it becomes a CGI party? And there's not much worse these days than a movie that's just a pure CGI party, you know. Um, so I I don't know. I like I guess as I grow older, I like my characters with flaws. I'm more of a Gordon Bombay guy, you know what I'm saying? How about you, uh, Mr. Bear? Mr. Bear. Rawr. Rawr to you too. <laughs> Every time I, I um... do the, the, any jingle for the bear, it's like, you're listening to the bear. Rawr. It just gives me endless pleasure. Sorry, go on. <laughs> um, what was it? Sorry, I was responding to a message. We're still talking about Superman just to make before I go yeah, off. Yeah, the, yeah, what, Before I go off, some, just in no, case. No, no, say, say what your opinions are, then we'll tell you what the subject are. It's, you're going, <laughs> yes, no, I brilliant, think he's great. Brilliant. What, Kevin Spacey, you sick man. Well, he's Lex Luthor. He's not Superman. Uh, he was one of the. I didn't mind that movie, by the way. It uh, wasn't too bad. No, I think I've have I have kind of an up and down relationship with Superman over the years. There are sometimes where I've thought, no, nah, just I just can't get into him. I just don't relate in in a similar way to what has been mentioned. But then there are other times it, it does very much depend on the story and how he's used. Um, I think, like you mentioned, Squee, if you play up to those certain things, the things that he has to put up with when you see it from his side, the stories are better. But I, it's, it's not my number one. It's not. I, so to me, to answer the question, he's not. My, it's not the best. But I don't think he's the worst. Have either of you seen Superman and Lois yet? Because uh, I've really seen the first two, maybe three episodes. I don't ha- having know. having no legal way to view it in the UK, I would have to say that no, I have not seen it yet. Oh, I got special permission from Superman. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, when I did get special permission and watched those few episodes, uh, one thing I thought, and I don't know what you thought of this, Al, but uh, I love the fact that they're showing it through his kids. So there's a suggestion of his kids getting superpowers, and I won't spoil how that plays out, but it's about how Superman deals with having kids who might have powers, dealing mm. with the fact that he's a dad who's been delinquent because he's off saving people for so many years, yeah, but trying to be the greatest dad of all time at the same time. Uh, some wonderful, interesting themes. I think the uh, chaos that it throws his way is the spine of that show. Uh, your thoughts, Al? Yeah, no, I agree. I liked the fact that it was a little bit different from that point of view, and it was it was a family show, effectively, you know, a show about a family rather than about Superman. And it's that kind of, oh, well, let's do this with the kids. Oh, we've got kids' parents' evening, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, someone's going to tremble up and nuclear the power station off. I go to save it. And it's that whole... He, he just that like say so this is one of the down things about him he can't have that normal life and yet he tries his damn best to have that life mm-hmm. and then make not forcing but being in the position where his kids then might have to go through the same thing yeah is uh, is an interesting twist on it but I yeah I, I i i didn't mind it I was just going to say, everyone who they've cast as Superman as well, even through versions I don't like, so I'm not a big Man of Steel fan, but uh, Henry Cavill is perfect mm. casting. When he gets the right lines in those films, when he got the kind of uh, Schneider Cut version, his lines were so much better. His portrayal was, was spawned because he's a great actor. They are really good at casting Superman, even if they're not always good at writing him. So during the uh, Superman Returns, Brandon Ruth was amazing casting, but they all go in the mould. Not only he from was, the comics, but also... I thought of, uh, Brandon Ruth particularly was an excellent Clark. Yeah. He was yeah. such a good, not mimic of Christopher Reeve, but in the same 
same vein. You could tell that it was a continuation of that character because his Clark was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and he, seeing him again in um, Crisis on Infinite Earths as that same character was was pretty cool. Mm. Oh, that so, was just and who knows? Never know. With all this stuff that they're trying in the film now, with all these multiverses and all this kind of stuff, different versions of Batman's. Who knows? Maybe we'll get different versions of Superman's again. Oh, I think Tom yeah. Welling has come out and said he he'd be up for being the Superman in the Batman uh, with yeah. Rob Pattinson. So uh, they had him in, them, him in Crisis as well. He was amazing. Uh, Lizzie, what are you looking forward to at the Infinite Batman coming out from the like uh, the Flash film? Nothing. Is that you're into? No, no, nothing at all. I'm not a DC dude at all. I gave up on the shows, or we gave up on the shows. Um, it was just too much to keep up with all the crossover episodes mm. and this, that, and the other thing. And don't miss this episode. And it leads into that one. And it becomes very samey when it's like superhero of the week or supervillain of the week. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not, is, and I'm not really that interested in the Robert Pattinson one either. Um, I'll watch it. Cause it'll, it's one for a movie. I can, I can do that for series. Yeah. I got, I stopped watching the Arrowverse shows a couple of years ago i watched arrows last season because i'd watched most of it up to that point i think i actually went back I'd, it was the season before the last where i'd stopped so i went back and watched that and then watched the last one so i've have seen the whole of that run but i then stopped watching all the others and only watched the crossovers because they to me were the more interesting stories i knew the mm-hmm. characters it didn't didn't seem to matter to me the intricacies of the side characters didn't bother me if i didn't know yeah. what happened there but i just watched the main crossover story and i enjoyed them mm-hmm. i really enjoyed those um, i'm the same because i never there's so arrow. much going on and that's why i don't i quite like the disney plus series because they're they're shorter they're more like event tv than ongoing series like six episodes eight episodes or whatever that's good to me but because when how many years ago 10 15 years ago as fans of like genre stuff there wasn't that much on tv comic book tv shows just weren't a thing and then they happened, and you watched them all because even if it, if, if the comic man, book, serious hardcore DC back, yeah. Then. Well, even if the the kind of character wasn't really one you were familiar with or or a fan of, it was a comic book TV show, so you watched it, or you know at least gave it a shot. And now there are just so many of them, you just can't do that anymore. <laughs> you got to pick and choose, like yep. you do with the actual comics. When you think about how many lines of different comics there are, especially DC, they've got what, tons of them you've got to pick and choose the ones you like. And sometimes you might flick between them. And that's the same with the TV now, I think. There might be, oh, I've heard they're doing that storyline from the comics on that series. So I might watch that four or five episode arc to watch that yeah. bit, but then I might yeah. drop out again. Yeah, And I yeah. think that's that's kind of good that they've got that. Because they've got the hardcore fans who will watch everything or watch the entire series. But it's done in a way now that you can kind of jump in and out and around. And it's kind mm-hmm. of because it's all part of the parcel of the same universe. Now moving into the Warner Brothers going, oh, we're going to jump here. We're going to do this Batman. We're going to do this Batman. We're going to do this Joker film. That's nothing to do with anything else, blah, blah, blah. Again, you can pick and choose which bits you want and which bits you don't. But as long as they don't do too many and everyone goes, whoa, this is, I don't, I don't get it anymore, which no, is a danger, think, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think the best thing which we ever got out of the modern era of TV is the idea that UK shows were typically six episodes. You still get some shows which are uh, American would typically 23 episodes, 21, mm. whatever it is, which some still are. And then someone, some genius thought thought of the idea finally, because a lot of American shows would get 13 episodes up front and then they get the back eight. 
So they realized, well, what if we just made the 13 episodes really fucking good? We spent all the money in the world on those 13 episodes, made them tight, sometimes even less. We we need less to, to tell the story. Things like Netflix allow for this. These 13 episode uh, or less series, I think of where it's at now. Like, I think yeah. they're pretty yeah. ideal. You can tell a really good tight story, spend all the money, make sure every script is fine. Like, there's so many uh, shows now which just are perfect every episode is great because they do less of them so they just concentrate on quality not quantity like breaking bad as vic says uh, mm, yeah i think the days of shows like maybe what lost had a lot of episodes in each series 24 obviously whether we get a show like that again anytime soon yeah will be it's only, to be legacy show, it's only legacy shows like that like um Plus, uh, Grey's Anatomy, for instance, still runs yeah, for 23 episodes yeah. because it's been going for so long. Certain types of shows fit it. Any like, um, procedurals, that kind of stuff, will probably continue along those lines. Sitcoms, that kind of stuff. But dramas, especially anything genres type stuff, seems to be getting to that compact. It's too many, right? Thing. Like, as much as I even mm. love the Duck, the Mighty Ducks show, would I want season one, episode 23? Honestly, I wouldn't. No. And do I want season seven, episode six? No, I don't. I would even be happy as I might be a little hurt, but even if they just said it's 10 episodes, one and done, I would be okay with that. I don't need it to go on and on and on. Cause how many stories can you really tell? Just like the Marvel shows, one division, one and done. Perfect. Of course, Falcon and winter soldier, or sorry, Captain America and the winter soldier could lend itself to more series, but it's not necessary. They're like comic one shots in and out. Mayor, where, where you're on the ducks there, I think it's perfect. I think what they've realized with that and uh, with Cobra Kai coming from Karate Kid, I think they realized they are perfect half hour. Like, I think um, Cobra Kai is half hours now. Some of them are like 40, but I think, yeah, it's half hour. So, and I think they realized with that show, with uh, the Mighty Ducks, they were the movie equivalent of a half hour show. So, like, Mighty Ducks is a fantastic sitcom over an hour and a half in movie version so you get some things which you wouldn't get in sitcom because it's a bit bigger but generally it's laugh about sitcom but a really good sitcom so then when you go to tv show you can get that sitcom format with a lot of heart which they did in those 80s uh, sitcoms as in 80s movies you can get a lot of humor uh, you can just pack it into half an hour just do a limited run of 10 episodes for a series and it's beautiful same thing with cobra kai Okay, it was more action adventure, but a perfect half hour. Like every episode of Cobra Kai is so packed. You you always are wanting more, but no, if you gave any more, it wouldn't be as good. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Luther, as Vic says, I think you got it. Yeah, Luther, the UK show was my introduction to six to eight episode seasons. It was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Tell the better story. Quantity, like quantity, not quality. Wait, quality, not quantity. That's what I said earlier. Yeah. I mean, then then Sherlock went even more in like three episodes a season, but yeah. but longer episodes. Yeah, yeah. and they knew hour that, and a half each. like uh, there's only so much kind of story they had to tell. Yeah, you don't need to go any they longer. Than you so UK shows, are, I think, have always been really good. The one thing we do have <clears> is we know when the idea's done. Usually, there's obviously missteps in that, but usually, yeah. like if there, if it takes three uh, series to tell the perfect faulty towers, kind of all the perfect scripts they've got. Fine, three series, every episode amazing, great. Some things which jaded slightly, but other than that, it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, and the same thing, like with lots of other UK sitcoms, but uh, American ones tend to go, let's do 23 episodes and we have to get 10 series. And then by the 10th series or season over there, 
it's just starting to feel a bit tired. But and that's more, that's even that's starting to change in some of the if, for the ones that are on the streaming services or ones yeah. that are made by Netflix or Amazon, Apple. A good place. Um, then, yeah, I mean, I've just noticed I've seen today the series two of um, uh, what's it called, Mythic Quest has come out on Apple TV, so I shall try watch some of that, I'm sure, over the weekend. Uh, I think the first season was about 10 or 11 episodes. They stopped right around the time of COVID, so I don't know whether it was planned to go any longer or whether they were like, well, we got to stop now, so we're stopping now. <laughs> but, but less is more, I think, in many cases. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely. yeah more and more people out. are realizing that. I also you think... get better people, better actors and stuff, bigger stars yeah, appearing in this stuff because it's easier to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They'll think, I'll do four. I'll do four episodes. Yeah, you got me. Yeah. But I also think even though it is probably, I think it's the best sitcom ever made, I also think Only Fools and Horses is about six episodes too long. Oh, yeah, yeah. After mm-hmm. the, um, the, the ending, which we knew was meant to be the ending. Right. And then they came back and did three more, and it was like, eh, you yeah. shouldn't have done it. No, they And then that they... happens, though, doesn't it, with quite, with a few things? Well, I, I mean... know they planned to come back again for Dell's. They were going to do a, an episode around Dell Boy's 50th or 60th birthday, but obviously John Sullivan passed away before they could get to that. But I know that David Jason has talked about how he had rung him up and told him he had an idea for this story. They were going to celebrate whatever it would be, 50 or 60 years old for Del Boy. Uh, but of course, he would have he would have passed away before that was ever done. Uh, so good on them for not letting somebody else write it or anything, you know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, th- those last three episodes, again, I think they would have been fine if they weren't the last thing we ever saw. Because the last thing we saw of the main run when they had time on our hands, the best sitcom finale only for me equaled just personally by the Cheers finale, because I think that's a wonderful uh, hour and a half TV. But it was pretty nigh perfect as an hour and a half TV uh, or an hour of TV, I think, time on, my hands is, on our hands is. It is just a wonderful hour. It packs in the exact amount of heart and humor that every uh, Only Fools kind of percentage-wise does. Uh, they are just so good at on a dime going from talking about the fact that Cassandra's had an, um, a miscarriage and the fact that Rodney is just destroyed to having a laugh about the fact that Dell jimmied the uh, elevated stop so they could have that conversation. There are so many kind of moments where they do that. It is perfect. Then to do anything after that is quite an insult to that episode mm-hmm. is the problem. Yeah. The other three episodes were fine, just they don't deserve to be at the end. No, I think, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, there we go. That's our Folks, opinion on uh, yeah. TV. I think that brings us to a nice natural close. As we're discussing so. shows that went on too long, uh, I do love in that episode though. You're right, Squee. It's, it's comedy to beauty. I think even in the middle of the speech, he's like looking at Rodney's looking at the wall and he's like, Del Boy is a sex machine. Who wrote that, right? Like right in the middle of nothing. He's just like, yeah. who wrote this on the wall? And I'll never forget. It's the moment where Del Boy says, look, Rodney, I don't care how you feel. doesn't matter that you're upset. He's like, you don't care how I feel? And he's like, no, because right now it's about Cassandra. So when you go in that room, you are strong for her. We are here for her. You can do your crying in the van on the way home, Rodney. Man up, essentially. And then they walk in the room. They see Cassandra and Del Boy's like, no, 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 don't you worry. <laughs> Me and Rodney are going to say really good. Tell her, Rodney. Tell her, Rodney. It was just beautiful. Perfect I, show. I uh, also throw out, just quickly, when uh, he's on the phone, he picks up the phone when they're in the flat at the end. And... Uh, Someone offering them some dodgy printers or something, whatever the product is. Yeah. Like, uh, he's got 300 printers, half price, half price, Rodney. Yeah. And he just gives him a look and he's like, 
Trotter's independent traders has ceased trading and yeah. just everyone's heart just drops yeah. to the floor even though they're millionaires yeah. they still manage to get us heartbroken because yeah. he can't do what he loves anymore yeah and it's destroyed yeah. for him and just there's so much pathos for, for people who are suddenly millionaires there's yeah. suddenly this heartache for them but and i think you also know by i think even in that show though even if there weren't the next three i think we all knew dell was going to lose the money right <laughs> oh yeah like you always because even in the very oh, yeah. last moment i think he He's says just, stock market rodney this time next year we'll be billionaires, billionaires like, you're yeah. already gonna mess it up which yeah, is well that's that was he was that was him wasn't it he was a wheeler dealer yeah. uh, he was just a wheeler dealer at a low level now he was going to be at a wheeler dealer at a higher level that's, and, that's just his nature you already had the piss take of uh uncle albert sinking his ship so it's kind of foretelling it's like right he's fucked up in his own particular brand this is how Dell's going to fuck up. They'll give you the kind of setup of like this time next year we'll be billionaires. As you say, you know that they're going to be broken. No like, oh, he's going he's gonna to screw it up. Oh, well, speaking of he's going to screw it up, Al, close us out, my friend. <sighs> Charming. Thank you. Well, it, was you there. Have, it, was, it was there. I had to take in it. A, in a TV comedy moment, you have been watching. Um... Dr. Squee. Matt Lees and me, Al Bear Galpin. Uh, this has been the three Magos live and unplanned. We will be with you again in about a month, sometime in June. We'll we'll work out when, whether it stays Friday nights or whatever. We'll see. It's ad hoc. This yeah. uh, this show. We got lives, you know, fun. folks. We yeah. got lives, you know. We got stuff to do. Yeah. Are we going to try and do the synchronized? You know. Uh... No. No. Because Vic will want another ten percent if I perform. So, and ten percent of a pelvic thrust is—it's not worth it's, having. It's, it's more than I want to give to Vic. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so what we need to do is we need to do our version of the end speech. So it's like, whether wherever there are live podcasts, we'll be there. Well, you, well yeah, you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong though, but yeah, you will. <laughs> uh, wherever all... podcasts, we will be there. Lee's your line. Ducks fly together. Uh, and when the roosters are in the pastures, run in a loop. Then come we on, will Al. be there. Come on, Al. No, come on, oh. Al. We're sideswiping it. To me? And when Squeeze picking on us for losing our hair. We you will. Point to me again. No, Al, that's when you say ducks fly together. Point ducks ducks fly together. We're trying again. Stop it. And when Squeeze picking on us for losing our hair. Ducks fly together. And when Al was late. Because he was putting his kid to bed, squee. We will be waiting to go live. <laughs> ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. This As... isn't a duck show, though. Your in duck a... shows the other one. In co in a comment, quite. I we need we need Mike's comment. It's obviously aimed at squee. You are the weakest link. Goodbye, he says. Um, so you know, there you have it. Vic wants the ten percent of the thrust out of principle. Uh, I can uh, understand. Okay, this is why we need a close down so we're not flailing like this. All right. This has been another edition of The Three Amigos. One. All right. No, wait. Stop. I got the ending. Ready? Whoever's okay. hosting says, This has been another edition of The. And then left to right, one of us says one. The next guy says two. And then the final guy says, The Three Amigos. See it? Right? So, okay. so yeah. I'll. I'll so Al will start it by saying this has been another edition of... This has been followed, another edition of... Followed the, by Squeeze, squeeze the one. saying one. 
the two, the three, Amigo. Amigo. Perfect. Now, now go back and do it one more time. Like, and you've got to say Amigos at the same time. All right, fine. Ready? Do it. I'll put it in order. I'll put it in number order. All right. This has been another edition of the one, two, three, Amigos. Amigos. This is bloody awful. Delete it. Delete this one. <laughs> Okay, that was the Three Amigos live and unplanned. We hope you enjoyed that. You can catch it monthly. We'll give you details when a show is coming up. Uh, but now let's hear one more tune uh, before we say goodnight here on The Bear. This is the brand new single by The Bear Naked Ladies. This is Blip. I could be a little devil Or I could be a little saint I kind of like it in the middle Flip, the Bare Naked Ladies, and that was the Dog Discree Show. I hope you enjoyed it this week. I'd like to thank my uh, two other amigos, Al and, of course, Lizzie, uh, for joining me for the three amigos. Hopefully you'll join us for another episode of that soon, and hopefully you'll join us for another episode of the Dog Discree Show. Thank you very much for listening for the last year and uh, making the show as much fun as it's been. I've been Dog Discree, that was my show, and please remember, if in a world where you can be anything, please... Be kind. I'm not trying to win. I'm not doing this because I want to beat someone, or because I hate someone, or because because I want to blame someone. It's not because it's fun. God knows it's not because it's easy. It's not even because it works, because it hardly ever does. I do what I do because it's right, because it's decent, and above all, it's kind. It's just that, just kind. Hey, you know, maybe there's no point in any of this at all, but it's the best I can do. Why not? Just at the end. Just be 